It is first thing Friday so it's time for fix. The audio version of our newsletter. Made with Amazon Polly. Fix slash insider, Friday October 22nd. AdTech. So what a surprise. The major beneficiary of the new privacy-focused marketing rules is Apple. The FT coverage is good and quotes someone estimating a $5 billion annual upside for Apple. But app downloads as a measure means we are largely looking at games and in good analysis Eric Sufert highlights the bigger picture. Direct response mobile web advertisers, particularly DTC and e-commerce advertisers, are panicked, they have no ASA equivalent to channel money through, and the ad spend that was erstwhile deployed on Facebook has simply evaporated, and, with it, the attendant revenue. A Forbes piece looking at this topic through the lens of a new apps flyer report has more background. Given the $5 billion windfall, another quote from the FT is intriguing. One mobile advertising executive, who asked not to be named for fear of retaliation, said Apple had given itself a free pass because it is not subject to the same policy that every other ad network is. Because Apple does track in its own way, how long before they develop a way of accommodating the DTC and e-commerce brands? In the meantime the reaction to Scott Galloway calling ad tech carcinogenic has been mixed. Getting past his trademark hyperbole, informed people recognize he is taking a simplistic approach. The reference to an old P&G story, claiming they dramatically cut their digital spend, happens a lot despite their CMO being really vocal about how P&G are embracing data-driven marketing more and more. In their latest results call their CEO talked of increasing their budget. As we increase digital reach, we are getting better at targeting, Shulton said. We can both increase reach and quality of reach, and therefore, offset some of the incremental spend. There are problems and there is waste, but I agree with Eric when he says. I believe that personalized advertising is a public good. And we should all ensure we share and celebrate best practice not least because those doing this well see real business benefits. R. Snap maintain their momentum with R, now launching a global studio that will develop new technology and deliver the most innovative, impactful and effective R experiences to brand and agency partners. The space has taken a long time to develop and many wonder how much longer before we see the undoubted promise fulfilled. An early entrant was Blipper and their revival continues with the appointment of an ex-group veteran as a board member. Social commerce. The collision of social and commerce continues. Whilst the Walmart acquisition of TikTok never happened, the two companies work together really closely now. A new rumor deal is driven by a similar logic, PayPal buying Pinterest could unlock the commerce potential of the Pinterest platform. The Pinterest deal with Shopify moved them forwards, but they have not yet been able to capture the bigger share of DTC and e-commerce ads they deserve. And this seems like Onuatral build on the last significant PayPal deal, their acquisition of Honey. A Wall Street Journal piece on how YouTube makes sure its hitmakers don't stumble shows the efforts platforms are making to keep creator talent active with them. As well as YouTube, TikTok, Snap and Instagram all have big teams identifying and assisting talent. Done properly these programs align the interest of the platform with the talent, more views is good for both parties. Can a PayPal-Pinterest deal adopt some of these tactics to encourage more activity? One company being outshined in commerce is automatic, while Shopify get all the headlines the combination of WordPress and Woo is still doing really well, it's used by more sites than Shopify is. And the acquisition of Tumblr may have lessons for Pinterest too. Merchant our deep dive on Wednesday covered merchant media and fast last mile and the Merkel paper we shared on the evolution of e-retail, PDF, is really worth reading. A post about the TikTok e-commerce event in Israel reminded me to go back to the recent EMEA one, lots of great content but the talk on TikTok tactics is especially useful. 
For our good TikTok creative email this week we looked back at an early use of the platform by Chipotle. One of the more interesting store openings recently is Brown's, moving from their iconic U Moulton Street location, Vogue Business take a look inside. Newth. I am fascinated by Roku. It is such an anomaly. A highly successful standalone business in a world dominated by the tech giants and entertainment conglomerates. A tech business that has thrived with hardware, and is now growing its content business. It's hugely valuable but given its hold on advertising, it could be a great buy for someone. Now it seems the competition is fighting back. Much of the rush to launch private label TVs is an attempt to disintermediate Roku, and the other gatekeepers. Roku addressed this on their blog. Recently we have seen a disturbing trend that threatens the vibrant and competitive TV streaming ecosystem. Rather than embracing a mutually beneficial partnership approach, some big tech enterprises are using their market power to extend control over independent businesses, like Roku, to benefit their broader business objectives at the expense of the consumer, putting a fair and open competitive streaming marketplace at risk. And they announced that Google is threatening to pull YouTube off all Roku devices. We will see more of this. Comcast is the latest to announce a new TV set with the official launch of their Sclass sets, part of their deal with Walmart where the retailer earns a recurring revenue share for promoting Comcast sets. It's not clear whether the Sky TV just launched in Europe will be taken over the Atlantic. The latest Netflix shareholder letter, PDF, bigs up Squid Game, watched by 142 meters households, but subscriber growth is coming from APAC and EMEA rather than the Americas. Commentary on the letter noted that research shows how strong Netflix. Cohen and Company published survey results earlier this month in a note to clients that showed 25% of respondents said they used Netflix more than any other video service, including standard cable and broadcast TV. That dwarfed other subscription streaming services. Amazon Prime Video was the next highest at 7.3%. And The Guardian have found a UK company that have hacked a way to get at Netflix viewing figures, some will question the methodology but it's interesting data. It all seems to have gone quiet on the sell-off of C4 but is that just wishful thinking? I am going to look at this in Wednesday's deep dive, so if anyone has heard anything. Hardware. In the early years of Fix we would always cover the launch of new devices, but now there is seldom much to get excited about. But maybe the latest Pixel from Google is an exception. I have used Pixels for years and really rate them, but few people outside Google use them. But Google Havenver really pushed their devices in the way, say, Samsung does. Or Apple. But Google seems serious this time. They have used their own chips, enabling more on-device AI and a great camera, plus some partnerships like Double Tap to Snap. But they also have the major mobile operators on board, AT&T, T-Mobile and Verizon, and plan significant marketing support. China's Oppo joins race to develop own smartphone chips. Creative We are seeing creative tech firms finding new homes in bigger businesses, recognizing the benefits of being able to better manage creative. Our friends at Spirable add a new dimensions to sports content for genius. Now we have mobile games firm Azerian buying in skin and mobile ad firm Cargo acquiring Stitcherod so they can expand beyond display into social. HTTPS colon slash 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 insights slash the KPIs you must look at when analyzing ad creative performance and insights driven guide slash question mark s equals 09 and utm underscore source equals pocket underscore mylist. Vidalgo have a study on the impact of creative across their platform, finding that a high proportion of creative is underperforming. Their tools help identify which is which, in their case using a metric based on number of installs. As any highly paid consultant will tell you, you can't manage what you don't measure. East
I am fascinated by China and the tech scene but every os often you come across something which reminds you life over there is very different to life over here. One example is Brother Pomegranate, one of the top sellers on Pin Duo Duo with 7 meters followers. I cannot see that happening over here. And what Western company would see its shares jump 9% just because the CEO was seen out and about. But the appearance of Jack Ma in Spain, has Alibaba shares surging. Plus plus. Snap CEO Evan Spiegel in conversation with the Wall Street Journal. Snapchat takes over a Shake Shack for an advertising week. Our collaboration one of the things I miss most from my New York trips is a Shake Shack visit. The rise of the robo-voices, Wall Street Journal Sonantic in London are really good in this space. Vodafone, dialing up success with a new global approach to digital, think with Google. Information Commissioner Elizabeth Denham, how to be a proactive regulator, a little history rewriting from the eco, I don't think they did anything to help ad tech but hopefully the new regime does better. Blackstone in talks to back Merck Mercurities' new music fund. NFTs and e-commerce, everything you need to know plus 7 ideas that work, slight exaggeration but some of this is interesting.